Good morning, everyone. You're listening to UCLAradio.com. I'm Belize, and this is The Menu, um, a food show about everything food and um, food culture, food industry related in Los Angeles. We have a very special guest today in the booth, um, Fred, co-founder of Burger Lords. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Fred from Burger Lords, as you <laughs> said, just said. Um, yeah, and we'll be talking about um, Burger Lords, a restaurant, um, and yeah. And first off, we always start our show with um, a nice little question. Um, have you had a food or a dish this week that was particularly good that's a good question um what did i eat this week oh so uh on sunday um well we had done a pop-up with our friend dave potes and he Mm -hmm. did a ramen pop-up at the restaurant so sunday he did a pop-up this book fair it's called acid free Mm -hmm. so i went to go visit him and uh he made this garlic soy fried rice with shiitake mushrooms and pickled uh, green apples and like furikake. Oh, and that was it was really good. It sounds it sounds really yeah. good. Um, what did you have, Breezy? I had some vegan chili this week. That was oh. really good. Yeah, never had that before. So it was. It tasted the same, honestly, as like regular chili, but just like <laughs> vegetables, and it was really dope. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds cool. Um, I went to Crossroads for the first time. Oh, cool, cool. Um, I think the highlight was the Impossible cigars, um, because it's kind of it's uh, kind of a reinterpretation of uh, a Turkish dish, which we call like. Um, which is kind of like, we call them cigars because they're like so tightly wrapped in the, what is it called? It's like a wonton yeah. wrapper almost. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was one of my favorites. And also the truffle potatoes. Mm-hmm. They were like very crispy on the outside and like very salty, very oily and very truffly, which I'm a fan of all three of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, first off, um, we kind of want to talk about your, I guess we'll say origin story. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, just let's start with um, what did you eat when you were growing up? Um, oh, man. Yeah. It, well, so my bro- it's my brother and I that own the restaurant, and um, we've been vegetarian for pretty much since we were kids, mm-hmm. since we were like eight or nine. So I ate grilled cheese and fries probably like every day. That was that's like the go to. Mm-hmm. Um, quesadillas. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't like the healthiest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think always grilled cheese and fries. Um, and did you always wanted to like work in food or do something related to it when you were young? Uh no, like not at all actually, I. So my dad is a chef, um, but I 
I grew up like playing in bands, skating, and like <laughs> looking at art. And it was like really music. Music was like my mm-hmm. thing. So um, I really wanted to be in bands, and I did that for a little bit, and um, you know didn't work out stuff. So I started working for my dad. I had a bunch of like random retail jobs and mm-hmm. I worked for my aunt and she had a bakery. But then, yeah, I think when I was about 20 or 21, I started working for my dad and um, just kind of fell into it that way. I mean, mm-hmm. we, my dad is a chef, so we grew up around food, him cooking, mm-hmm. going out to eat all the time. And, and it was always part of our lives, but I don't think, you know, growing up, I really imagined following the same path and he never Mm -hmm. he never really um guided us in that direction he was always like yeah I mean do whatever you want you know that's that's a cool dad (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and um I read that while you were working at your dad's restaurant it kind of all this whole burger lord story kind of started with a blog yeah yeah how did that came about so this was like maybe around 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. And um, it was like right when Tumblr started to become really popular. Uh, <laughs> we we were um, looking for another restaurant, another mm-hmm. Oinkster restaurant. That was, that was my dad's restaurant we were working at the time. It's like hamburger fast food. So I was pulling all these references online of hamburger stuff and kind of inspiration. And then I, you'd like kind of go down this deep, and all these weird, crazy hamburger photos. Mm -hmm. And I would just collect all of them. And then uh, my brother had this name, Burger Lords, just as like a random brainstorm thing that we just always had on the side for something. Mm -hmm. So one day I just said, oh, I'll just just turn it into a Tumblr. (laughs) And I'll put all these crazy photos, but then I'll put photos of our food into it um, kind of sneak it in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Just make it all one thing. That's pretty cool. Um, and then once you started doing the blog, how, when did you decide that you actually wanted to make your own burgers? Well, it was... So, that, so in 2013, uh, my brother and I uh, left working for my dad and we opened an art gallery. Mm-hmm. And um, we were doing that for a couple of years. Like, we never really had um, aspiration to open our own restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, we just wanted to do something on our own. So we were doing the gallery, and, and it wasn't something that was very, like, financially um, sustainable for mm-hmm. us. So we're like, well, we should do what we know how to do, and that's open restaurants. Mm-hmm. And we had Burger, Lo- Burger Lord's. The name and the blog and we thought we could kind of parlay that into the restaurant so yeah that's kind of how it started <laughs> out of necessity um, I guess <laughs> and when creating the menu for Burger Lords um, how did you envision it and like there are other restaurants like burger restaurants in Los mm-hmm. Angeles how did you want to differentiate yourselves from that so Part of it, I mean, the, the main, well, there's two things. So when we were working at my dad's restaurant, um, it's Oinkster, it was very, 
meat-heavy mm-hmm. barbecue, pulled pork, pastrami, um, massive hamburgers. We always wanted to, we didn't really have a say in it mm-hmm. because it's his restaurant. We're like, well, we're vegetarian. So Burger Lords was kind of um, a response to that, where, where it was the opposite, where it's, everything is essentially vegan, vegetarian, mm-hmm. except we still have a beef burger, which, you know, when you go to a traditional fast food place, it's... Um, yeah, it's the opposite. You you have one veggie option, and mm-hmm. then the rest is meat. And also, the simplicity of the menu was based on, in Chinatown, it's a walk-up window, and mm-hmm. it's 230 square feet. So yeah. it was, we couldn't, we couldn't yeah. be making more than, <laughs> than just the burger and fries, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I... I really, as a vegan myself, I really appreciate the vegan focus. Mm-hmm. But I also like that you guys have meat options as well because, um, yes, you know, it's better for the environment and the animals. But also there are people who have different preferences and different dietary, you know, um, lives. So um, it's it's nice that I, you can go to Burger Lords and find everything that you would need. Yeah, and and that's why it's, you know, it's not necessarily about only us and what we want. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, a, that's a big part of it, but it's also um, for to be inclusive of, mm-hmm. you know, how you eat or how your friend eats or mm-hmm. how your dad eats, whatever. Because we when we were growing up, we knew going out with our family mm-hmm. or friends, and sometimes you feel left out, you know, it's if there's things I can't eat mm-hmm. like oh well I can get a garden salad <laughs> and some fries or you know and, mm-hmm. and it was always an afterthought for um to be vegetarian you know at that time yeah um it's also very interesting that are you guys the only two people in your family that are vegetarian yeah I mean my mom is pretty much she's kind oh. of pescatarian mm-hmm. it, it changes with season (laughs) you know I guess how she feels or Um, how she wants to eat yeah how and you guys have been vegetarians for a a while since you were kids yeah so I I didn't really remember and when I asked my mom about it she said one day I was I was eating bacon and I asked her where it came from and when she explained it I just said oh I don't want it anymore and when I put that all together for you know everything else. Mm-hmm. Just, that that was it. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> um, How did your family react when you guys told them that you were opening up a new restaurant? Because I know your dad had a restaurant, and so did they see that coming at all? Or, um, so when before we opened it, we talked to my dad because we we weren't working with him, and we kind of said, "Hey, this is what we're thinking." If you like us to come back, we you know we'll work with you and but we want to do things this way. And he was like, no, he's like, you guys can <laughs> and open your own restaurant, which you know when yeah. I understand and and that was part of the reason we left in the first place was because we um yeah we were butting heads and it's family business you know mm-hmm. but we get along great as family but if we stayed working having on that working relationship, it probably wouldn't mm-hmm. have ended very well. 
Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned before, the menu is very simplistic um, at Burger Lords. So even though it is, how long did it take you guys to like perfect the hamburgers? Um, so the, the vegan burger we make from scratch every day. It's all vegetables and grains, barley, uh, eggplant, cashews, garbanzo beans, mushrooms. It took a it took a while. It took at least like six to eight months to get the the base mm-hmm. of that. And now we're we're constantly tweaking it, trying mm-hmm. to make it better, trying new cooking methods or like in in the base process that we have. So the way we see it now is we're just gonna keep kinda tweaking it. Mm-hmm. You know, tweaking things, improving mm-hmm. it and and figuring out as we go. Um, I think with that, when one of our original goals opening the restaurant was, oh, we can do this really simple thing and scale it and, mm-hmm. and open more of them, which we could have. But when we look at it now, it's been four years. I think we're just we just want to keep it as is and just have smaller mm-hmm. independent restaurants that are more personal to us. And we can we can have fun messing messing with things you know (laughs) yeah and um you talked about the vegan patties and um they are made in house daily so um is that something like important to you that it's like made in house and you guys you know are the creators of it um yeah, it's it's very important to us because because we've been vegetarian for so long, we don't like things that taste like meat mm-hmm. you, that or that mimic meat. Um, and for and before we opened the re- restaurant, I mean, like I said, it was four years ago, Impossible and Beyond, and mm-hmm. some of these like faux meat products weren't around as much. I mean, they existed, but it didn't have the presence it does it does now. So. I think for us, it's more important than ever that we have something that's very personal to our brand, our restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's important that we make it fresh every day because that it's represented the way it's supposed to be, you know, mm-hmm. when, when people come in to, to eat. Yeah. Um, and speaking of impossible, I remember on Instagram, you guys once asked, like, should we like make burgers with the impossible patty? Uh-huh, yeah. And I don't I don't remember what the response was, but it's not on the menu now. So I assumed you guys didn't want to do that. Yeah, you know, we talked we talked to them a few times and they came and demoed it and and we tried it and and we've gone back and forth. Mhm. We did go back and forth <laughs> a bunch <laughs> about like trying, mm-hmm. you know, to see if uh, we should bring it in because they were, they were getting a good response, and people mm-hmm. do. I and people really seem to like it. From what I see, you know, mm-hmm. personally, I don't. It's not. I. It's not for me. And and at, at the end of the day, my brother and I decided that well, it's not something we stand behind or that that we like eating. Then we shouldn't, we shouldn't bring it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How labor intensive or like what is the process of making the burgers in-house every day? Because you guys could like it seems like you could have made that switch. But 
it was really important for you guys to stay true to yourselves and keep making the patties in house. So what's that process like? Like how long does that take? It's it's very labor intensive. So we start with all the raw vegetables, break it down, um, bake it, you know, barley's cooked every day, garbanzos, all the nuts are baked. Um, so it's all cooked before it is formed into a patty. Excuse me. And then um, it's, yeah, it's all processed. I mean, so we mix it all together, chop it up. It takes probably about like two hours for one person. Okay. And we do it at both restaurants separately. Oh. Um, and, well, I'm a huge fan of the veggie <laughs> burger myself. Uh, it's my favorite, I think, in Los Angeles. Thank you. Um, and you also talked about how you wanted the restaurants to be personal and to be, you know, your own and to have people to have a connection with it. And I read on your website that Burger Lords is not just the restaurant, but it's a creative network to create an all-encompassing burger wor burger mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. So, could you explain more? Um, I mean, I think it's, you know, we're, we have a lot of friends that work in fashion and things like that. And not, I don't know, fashion, but they had clothing <laughs> brands. I feel weird saying fashion, but it's, not, it's you know, clothing <laughs> uh -huh. brands and things like that. And it's things we're into. So, um, and also the background of the gallery, you know, art and cre like creative cultures, things mm -hmm. like that are really important to us. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, making clothes, um, hosting art shows. We have an art show next week at, in Highland mm -hmm. Park. Um, working with bands, you know. I mean, we had the the restaurant in the hi-hat. I don't know if you mm -hmm. came yeah. to that one in the music yeah. venue. And so we collaborating with bands. Mm -hmm. Now Highland Park is um, below another music venue uh, called Lodge Room. So... Collaborating with more mm -hmm. bands, we had uh, our friend's band, Angel Dust. They played inside the... They were playing upstairs, so then they played in the restaurant, like acoustic set, oh. before mm -hmm. the real set, you know? So, so I mean, it's not like they're singing songs about burgers or anything, <laughs> but it's, it's not... I think what we're trying to do is just integrate the things we're interested into the restaurant. And mm -hmm. it's not it's not just about coming, eating a hamburger. It's coming and it's like, oh, well, maybe I, there's all this cool art on the wall that mm -hmm. this artist I've never heard of, or maybe I've never heard this band. Or we have our friends who um, curate playlists for all the the music that we play in the restaurants. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's super important to us. So, yeah, I, I think that's, that's kind of what we say, like, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think it's more than just a restaurant. Yeah. Um, it definitely seems like a community. And you guys also have the burger merger mm -hmm. every month. Mm -hmm. And what is that exactly for our listeners? Um, so we were doing collaborations uh, with friends, with other friends' restaurants, calling it burger merger, and where they would pop up in our place we would just collaborate on a burger and maybe make a shirt or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we just got caught up and 
weren't weren't following up on it all the time. So now we're trying to do it where a strict monthly schedule where on the first we always have a new burger shake and maybe a t-shirt or a tote or some other product. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be collaborative, but um, right now we just have been doing it on our own. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think uh, for next year is when it'll really get its legs and when we can plan it out mm -hmm. more and yeah. Uh, yeah, get other people involved. Yeah, do you have any other projects in, you know? Um, we have the art show next week um, on Monday with our friend Eric McHenry, who we, we would show at the gallery all the time. Mm -hmm. He's also our graphic designer, so a lot of the things oh. that you see in the restaurant mm -hmm. or flyers, things, he's, he's making it. We're, we're, launching, we're actually launching a new menu tomorrow. And we ha it's kind of like a soft launch, so we're not really promoting it online, mm -hmm. and just people will see when they come into the restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's just expanding on the burgers a bit. But we're really, this will sound, I mean, we're really f focused on saying no to mm -hmm. things right now, and really focused on doing things in the restaurant, and focus, because we, we got caught up, I think, doing catering, special mm -hmm. events, and we're really small staff, you know, so it takes away from the bigger picture, the the original mm -hmm, goal, yeah. just the restaurants, making the restaurants good. Yeah, um, and um, going off from that, what now? It's very hard to maintain a restaurant, yeah. especially in Los Angeles. So, what are some of the challenges you guys face? I think I think of big challenge is I think I think there's two I mean I think staying relevant mm -hmm. and and being part of the conversation because being in, in LA there's so many new things all the time you're inundated there's this new restaurant there's this pop-up there's that food festival there's there's so many things going mm -hmm. on so um, people's attention are getting pulled all over the place so I think it's reminding people like hey we're we're still here mm -hmm. come eat and and I think you have to do you just have to always be on you always have to have something to talk about and that's part of burger merger it's it's something new every month um, doing the art show um, other special events like that and then I think just the turnover the labor I think it's hard people are really fickle <laughs> I, they they uh, the same thing their attention they they'll try something like uh no I don't want to do that I'm just gonna go drive Lyft or mm -hmm. yeah. I'm gonna drive Uber and I was thinking we we do a lot of delivery mm -hmm. through Postmates and when you look at that culture now it's huge the, the, you know the, and mm -hmm. that that takes that's taking a chunk out of the workforce I think. Mm. From just driving apps to delivery apps to wh whatever it is. I mean, those are all people who are now working there rather than mm -hmm. in a restaurant. Yeah, and I remember we had a chat with Evan Kleinman, and she had a restaurant, Angeli, for 28 years. Mm -hmm. And she said the biggest reason why my restaurant could, you know, you know, just stay where it was for 28 years was because I didn't have 
any turnover. So whoever I started working with from the first day, they were with me until the end, Mm -hmm. which is something very, um, I guess, important in the restaurant business because it's like, especially like um, labor is very like, it seems inconstant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, well, the minimum wage has gone up. Mm-hmm. And then also just, you know, the time it takes to train someone and get them started and get them acclimated in the restaurant. And if they're only there for three to six months and you have to do it all over again, mm-hmm. it's just you you can almost never catch up. You mm-hmm. know, the restaurant's not really running efficiency efficiently. But it, mm-hmm. you know, it just it takes time because I think. I think our restaurant sits in a weird place in the industry <laughs> where it's it's not just a kind of divey fast food place but it's not necessarily a chef driven restaurant where it's mm-hmm. right in between there so it, it just takes some time to to find people that that fit you know mm-hmm. uh, um so you guys have two different locations right and one mm-hmm. in chinatown and one in highland park how have you found that the community responses have been to the restaurant or have they been different in each place or? Yeah, it, it's very different. It's very different. So I, because I, I grew up in that area in Highland Park, Glassell Park area. Mm-hmm. So part of why we wanted to go to Chinatown was we used to eat there with our grandfather like every mm-hmm. Sunday for dim sum and we spent a lot of time down there. So that that location is just a walk-up window. And I think ex- people's expectation is a little bit lower because it's just a window mm-hmm. and it just is burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's also the type of people, I think it's a lot of tourists and uh, work, like office people who are just coming for a quick bite where Highland Park has, has just gone through so many changes so quickly and and the type of clientele coming through it's a lot more um a lot of families a lot of bigger mm-hmm. bigger groups of people and a little bit more demanding on them <laughs> on all fronts <laughs> so yeah it's it's very it's it's very different it's very different and do you plan on opening up other in other locations not, I mean, not right now. And, you know, like I said, I think my brother and I decided we want to open more restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they'll necessarily be Burger Lord's restaurants. You know, we get a lot of offers for different places all over. Um, but I don't know. We, we don't really have any plans. You know, Highland Park is seven months old now, so... We we really want to focus on making that the best it can be. Bo- mm-hmm. Both places, you know, but Highland Park, we still have beer and wine that we're waiting on. So that's oh. going to change the dynamic mm-hmm. a bit. And um, yeah, we just don't want to get ahead of ourselves. You know, it's not it's not a race. And I think there'll always be opportunity. But for now, we're just really subtle. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. And for... Um, you know, you guys have two locations, and now part of the conversation around 
um, the restaurant industry is being sustainable and being eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. And do you guys find it hard to, you know, tackle food waste or, you know, um, being sustainable overall? As far as the food waste goes, not our, for our concept, not really on that end. Mm-hmm. We, we go through everything, oh, you know, okay. we because mm-hmm. it's it, the menu's small and also Chinatown can't store that much. So mm. we've kind of got a good um, cycle of how food comes and goes. Mm-hmm. So there's there's really not waste on that part. But as far as eco-friendly products and things like that, it's it's tough because, you know, that a lot of those products are really expensive. Mm -hmm. They're like double the amount of a normal plastic fork versus Mm -hmm. a corn starch fork or something like that. So we have, you know, the we have to pass that on to customers through the food prices. So finding that balance when everyone is so price conscious about Mm -hmm. everything, you know, eating out and finding value in their food, but they want all of these products, then then it costs more, mm-hmm. you know? So it's it's tough. It's a tough thing. And um, for us, it's not something we can do overnight, mm-hmm. but we're slowly integrating what we can, like, I guess, product by product. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, and now that we kind of, like, started talking about that a little bit. What do you think is the biggest issue or struggle facing the Los Angeles scene right now? Um I think it's I think it's people huh trying to think how to how to say it. <laughs> I think it's people like really supporting the restaurants that they Mm -hmm. like to eat at and also just operating a restaurant and like being there because we you know I ate out with my mom last night and we were at this restaurant and it was empty but the Postmates and DoorDash is there's like a line of people waiting Mm -hmm. to pick up their food Mm -hmm. and and deliver it and so I understand if that's you know, goes for the concept, but it happens to us sometimes too. The restaurant will be empty, but we're busy cooking because we have so mm-hmm. many Postmates orders coming through. So I think it's important that people go out to eat and be have a nice dinner with their friends or lunch, mm-hmm. connect with people, because that's what restaurants are about. It's like being having a community and sharing a meal with someone and mm-hmm. I think I think that um that's getting lost a bit where it's like well, I just got to try this new place or there's this pop-up yeah. and there's this tent on the street and that you know that tent who knows how long that's gonna last mm-hmm. you know um but it's like really just supporting the restaurants that that you like to go to yeah and I think maybe part of the reason is because you know, in Los Angeles, you have to drive everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's a big city, so totally. everything is usually far. Even like the nearest spot that you want to go is sometimes mm-hmm. far. So I think that kind of like that doesn't give people enough incentive to maybe 
go out. It's I know tough. it happens no, to me sometimes. It, it's tough. I mean, if, if something is in Venice or I live in Highland Park, mm-hmm. so if something is in Venice or out there, it's like it could take me six months to go <laughs> yeah. eat there. It's, it's tough. You know, yeah. it's tough getting around the city, and that's that's another issue, you know. Mm-hmm. And where are some of your favorite restaurants right now, or what are some of your favorite restaurants to go to currently? I I always like Night Market Song. That's, like, my favorite, because they yes. they'll, they'll make a lot of things vegan. Um, and they have good wine, too. Um, have you been to the one in Viho? I have, yeah. Is it that different compared to Song? Or um, I went for a friend's party, so oh. that was all Trey Pass. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little different. It's big. It's like a it's mm-hmm. a big restaurant compared to Song, where it's kind of cozy oh. and a little bit mm-hmm. smaller. Um, there's this place I've been going to in Pasadena. It's called Night uh, Namaste Spiceland, oh. and it's just an Indian like market deli that has a, a buffet. That's like my favorite thing right now. I go there all the time. <laughs> um, yeah. And do you have any, I guess, I don't want to say predictions because that sounds very like mystical and ominous, yeah. <laughs> but do you, um, do you feel like there's going to be any changes in the scene, Los Angeles scene anytime soon? Or, you know, um, it could be your restaurant as well, just in general. You know, it's hard to say because we we look at restaurants all the time and we you have to know what's going on in, mm-hmm. in your industry and things like that. But we also try not to worry about it too much and really wor- focus on, on our business. I mean, from what I see, I think it's just going to keep going. I think it's just going to keep mm-hmm. getting bigger. You know, I think people are just going to keep coming here. And you, when you drive around the city, I mean, if, if there's a certain area downtown or even Echo Park, I go through, there's a new building up that I was like, where, where did that come from? You know, all of a sudden. So, mm-hmm. you know, people are building things and they're going to need restaurants and other businesses to fill them. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's just, I think it's just going to keep going. Yeah. Um, I've read recently that LAX is actually putting um, food trucks and I think they're putting it on like the international terminal and that was kind of like surprising but also shows how like food is becoming a main you know um, I don't want to say trend but you know a main thing in Los Angeles right now yeah it's hard and also I think it's hard for us to see really the difference mm-hmm. because we've grown up in food so much and we're from here so we've always grown up around it and seen the culture I mean we definitely notice things changing Mm -hmm. but I think a big shift to me that I see is so many people from out of town opening restaurants like all the the New York chefs and Mm -hmm. stuff like that (laughs) wanting to open in LA because before there was a point in time where everyone's like no I'm LA, no, nah, New York is better. New York, I would never open. And now mm-hmm. it's, they all want to be here. Yeah. You know? Even the Michelin's here now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and besides Burger Lords, where would you go to eat a burger? Um, 
So yeah, I'm vegetarian. I think some of my favorite ones, which is is weird, is Houston's. Houston's has. I don't uh, know that place. It's a steakhouse. Oh. It's like a it's, it's like a chain of steakhouse, but they have a really good veggie burger. Oh. That one's really good. I like Justa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really expensive. <laughs> It is. It's like an $18 veggie burger. Yeah. Wow. It's really good. So, you know, if I'm on that side of town, mm-hmm. I'll try and stop by. Yeah. And um, do you have, before we close out our show, do you have any recommendations for people, especially students, who want to, like, open up their own restaurants in the future? Um, yeah. I mean, I think... You have to be really passionate about it and really genuine and why you want to open it and how that fits in your life because that's going to be your life. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have anything else, so you better believe in what you're doing mm-hmm. because I think it, it's interesting because I think it's become people now look at it like maybe a glamorous career, like mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna open this restaurant and be this celebrity chef or something, and it's not that. You know, if if mm-hmm. that's the reason, then it's probably the wrong reason. You have to really believe in what you're cooking and, and what you're putting out. Um, and I think as long as you you have that, then you can do anything. Yeah. Thank you for this. Yeah. Um, Nice words of wisdom. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah anything you want to add? Mm, no, just come eat at the restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah Burger Lords, they have two locations, although we mentioned it before, in Highland Park and Chinatown. So, yeah, everyone should go eat. Um, yeah, thank you for coming out. To the sure. west side yeah, for sure, for uh, sure. and having a chat with us we yeah. really appreciate it yeah and fun. you're huge fans here at ucla thank you, radio thank you. <laughs> thank you so much um yeah and the menu will be back next tuesday at 11 a.m um thank you for listening um this is belize and breezy from ucla radio.com keep listening and hope you have a great day